Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Real Live Talk. I'm your host, Duke Lamastra, and I'm so pumped that you're here to check out this episode. For this episode, I sat down with Mike Kim, and you'll hear Mike's bio and some of his credentials in just a minute, but Mike is really an expert in the areas of branding and marketing, and the reason why I think this episode is so special is because I think that there's a lot of people that are kind of in the same boat as me in terms of maybe you've got something that you're building, something that you're passionate about, whether it's a business idea or a ministry or whatever it might be, but there's something on the inside of you that you are either presenting to the world or that you desire to present to the world. And I think that the area that a lot of us fall short in when it comes to actually getting our ideas out there in a way that's impactful to the world around us is in the area of marketing and branding. Like I think for a lot of people, the problem isn't so much in the content creation side. It's more so in the, okay, now that I've got this this thing, this whatever it is, whether it's a coaching service or if it's some kind of a product or if it's a book that you've written or it's an online course or whatever it might be, I think that a lot of things get lost in the area of actually taking that thing that you've built or that you've created or that idea that you have and marketing it and presenting it in a way that it really has this opportunity to have its greatest possible impact. And that's something that Mike is really an expert in. And uh, he has a book called You Are the Brand, which becomes the focal point for this conversation that I really truly believe is going to add tremendous, tremendous value for your life. Even if you don't have any of those things or projects in the works right now that I just sort of alluded to, I think that you'll still get blessing out of this because so many of the things that Mike talks about will really help you to grow in so many different areas of your life. And so without further ado, thank you again so much for being here. Now let's go ahead and jump into this conversation with Mike Kim. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Live Talk. Really, really appreciate you guys for taking the time to check out this podcast. Awesome to be back with you today. Hope everybody had an awesome Thanksgiving and you're having a great day so far. I'm uh, really just blessed and honored and excited to have Mike Kim as my guest for this episode. Mike is a brand strategist for business thought leaders, coaches, and authors who want to create impact with their ideas and get their message heard. His refreshing approach has made him a sought-after speaker, online educator, and consultant for top thought leaders. Mike's clients include New York Times bestselling authors and other experts featured on PBS, TED, CNN, and Fox. He's been featured in and written for Inc., Entrepreneur, and The Huffington Post. And uh, Mike is the author of the Wall Street Journal bestselling book, You Are the Brand, the eight-step blueprint to showcase your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business. Mike, it's truly an honor to talk with you today, man. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure, Duke. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I hope to add some uh, value to everyone today. Yeah, man. It's uh, I'm excited about it, too. And uh, first of all, congratulations on the success of your book. Um, did you did you have an expectation that it was going to do as well as it has? Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we had a goal. I had a goal. I wanted to hit a bestseller list, so we hit we hit two. Um, Wall Street Journal and USA Today. Uh, it was a lot of work, and I knew it would be. And I had a lot of author friends who had kind of walked the path before me, and they're like, "Well, this is what it's going to take if you want to do it." And I'm like, "Well." You, you only write a first book once, so let's just go all out. Um, there's one thing I will do. It's work hard. Um, I don't mind if it's hard. It just has to be worth it. And so it's been worth it. 
That's awesome, man. Well, well, for real, congratulations. That's Thank you. that's so cool. Um, what what was that like once you once you first found out that you had hit those bestseller lists? What did that what did that sort of sense of accomplishment feel like for you? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. You know, I'm not even kidding. Um, I I think, you know, that's a deeper that's a deeper thing in that like we tend to chase things or think that things or accomplishments are going to make us happy and they really don't. You know, it's it's something wow. that I've learned uh, over the last number of years. Um, you know, I could, you know, you were very kind in in you know my, listing some of the credentials I've had, and yeah, I I guess I'm proud of of things that I've done, but I've noticed that those are only tiny moments in in my life. You know, it, when I think about what I do on a daily basis. You hit a bestseller one day out of your life among 365 days. Mm. It's a drop in yeah. the bucket. And yeah. people who find a ton of meaning in that kind of stuff, they set themselves up to continually chase a horizon that's never attainable. Wow. You know, so I I um I appreciate it in that I can see where I've come from. And there is maybe a place on the horizon I want to get to, which is great for setting goals. But mm. for measuring your own happiness and measuring your goals and me measuring your progress, looking at looking at the horizon is a really bad idea. Wow, <laughs> it's never attainable. So, so yeah. <laughs> wow. So um, that's 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 amazing. I'm I'm uh, I'm really glad you went there, and I, I wasn't expecting that answer. So that was really cool. Um, are you? So this got to kind of a deep place, really, really quick here, getting into the weeds already. But um, what what would you say then is a better thing? for whether we're talking about someone who's an entrepreneur, an aspiring entrepreneur, someone who's, you know, like content um, creation world or somebody who's just building something, what would you say is a better thing to focus on? You said sort of looking too far ahead, looking at the horizon um, and, you know, sort of setting all of our hopes or expectations on a particular result or something like that you know and uh, and allowing our sort of self-worth and things like that to get wrapped up in that that can get to a really sort of disconnected and unhealthy place pretty quick and i think that that kind of thinking ends up with a lot of people getting into you know burnout and stuff like that you know working hard for the wrong reasons not necessarily working um in the smartest way what would you say is like a better thing or maybe it's more than one thing i, I don't know but that um that people can focus on that are sort of in that process of building something yeah one thing um i make this a rule with anybody i work with you know anyone who's in a mastermind group with me or in my coaching programs um the first rule is amb you'll always measure backwards okay it's sort of like you know when you were a kid growing Good. up and maybe you'd you know stand against the edge of the wall and your parents would draw a pencil line on the wall to see how tall you've gotten you know, over time and they mark the date. Yeah, we do that. <clears throat> that's that's how you have to measure your progress as an entrepreneur. There will always be somebody who's faster, bigger, seemingly more successful. And yeah, there's a market out there. Yeah, there's a market that you have to pay attention to. But ultimately, we have really bad memories. Human beings have really bad memories um, when it comes to looking at where we started versus where we're going, especially really hardworking people. Um, mm. You know, sure, you have those folks who are like, oh, you know what? Look, like I did 10 push-ups more than like a year ago. I'm making progress. That's not real progress, you know? But um, 
for those of us who are, who are, who push pretty hard, you know, we're willing to work hard. We have really short memories when it comes to looking at, you know, how far we've come. Mm. So what I do is, well, first of all, whenever, whenever anyone works with me, uh, I make them take a snapshot of where they are right now. And what, you know, if that's in marketing or business, I'm like, well, no, just take a screenshot of all your social media accounts. I want you to see how many followers you have, how many posts you've created, how many podcast episodes you've recorded, you know, what you've published. And it's going to be December 2021. And we're going to look back on this in a year, you know, and if you can snapshot your finances, snapshot that too. Mm. And people yeah. are shocked. Six months later, they're like, oh my gosh, I've made this much money. Or, oh my gosh, I've published this many podcast episodes since then. And w you, you take a room full of content creators or entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call them, and you ask them, you know, how many of you are really, really happy with the way things are going? Very few of them will raise their hands. Mm. And if you ask them, how many think like things are not going that great? Like they're going okay, but not that great. Almost everybody will raise their hands. So we set ourselves up to be unhappy all the time, all wow. the time, wow. you know? And so that's the first rule. You know, it's, I just call it A and B. It's from Dan Sullivan, you know, strategic coach, always measure backwards. And, um, you know, I lose sight of this myself because I'm human. But, you know, over Thanksgiving break, I looked at where I was a year ago. I could not believe the progress I made. You know, That's and awesome. so, yeah. So all that to say, kind of putting a bow on what you were saying about the book. This time last year, I looked at some journal entries from last Thanksgiving and I was complaining about writing a book, how, <laughs> how much work it was. And I was like, look at this now. A year later, it's sitting on my shelf. You know, it's done. It's been out in the world for five months. That's kind of wild. It's you know, and that's what I celebrate. It's not that it hit a list or anything. It's like I celebrate that, wow, I came a long way in a year. So mm. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a lot of things that you just said that I would like to to, to go on. I know whichever, whichever question I ask next is going to lead us on a certain kind of rabbit trail. So I'm just trying to think some things through. But um, I, uh, so in other words, sort of what, what you're saying is, or is this sort of what you're saying that it's, it's better to, it's better to essentially compete against yourself as opposed to comparing yourself against other people or like compare yourself against other. Yeah. Like if, if, if I'm like sitting here constantly comparing myself to other people that are further ahead and they're more advanced than I am, I think that, you know, it's one thing to emulate and to, you know, you even alluded to that a little bit here, um, here and there with like some people that, uh, have, you know, some friends of yours that had been successful with their book launches and things like that. And so it's one thing to learn from somebody else who's where you want to be, right? Like that's, that's important. That's coaching. That's, that's something that we all need. But for me to like be here comparing myself to other people feeling like I'm not measuring up, that gets really unhealthy. But if I'm comparing myself to where I was six months ago, and I then I can see that, I, okay, I actually am growing, I am progressing, maybe my income is getting a little bit better, maybe I'm, you know, getting in shape, maybe I'm, you know, getting some things accomplished, I'm posting more, you know, whatever it is that we're that we're talking about. Um, would you say as like, just sort of generally speaking, that that's a a good way to look at things? Yeah, generally speaking, I think so. Um, I look at other people and what what they're doing as inspiration sure. or motivation. Um, <clears throat> it lights a fire under me because you know, we all have a competitive bent as well. Competition's not wrong. Mm. Um, if you can just use it, though, to, to, you, to leverage the best version of yourself, um, that's when it really serves you well. I remember when I was going through the messy middle of writing a book, 
I found a book that was written by a guy I knew and the book wasn't that good. And I knew it wasn't really good. Mm. And I put that book on my TV in front of my TV. And I was like, if this guy can write a book, so can you. <laughs> now, I'm never going to tell anyone what book that was, right? Because he's sure. a good person. But I just felt like I can write a better book than this. And I'm not writing it simply because I'm choosing not yeah. to write it. So right. if this guy had the grit and the discipline to, and the focus to do it, um, then I can do it. So yeah. I use that as sometimes, right? To because I like that. I like being yelled at. You know, I, I when I train with my uh, my kickboxing trainer, he just he just yells at me. You know, <laughs> I respond to that, right? I don't need the whole lovey dovey. You know, you can do it kind of thing. We all have those moments, but more or less, I'm just I want it. I want to rile myself up. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a really bad measurement to measure myself against, you know, someone who's written eight books or someone right, who's been kickboxing right. for eight years. It's just stupid. It just sets yourself up for failure. You've got to, it's a mix between the both. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. The other thing that you were talking about that I, that I thought was really cool was like looking at yourself um, back then before you wrote the book and kind of in that mode of complaining, like we all do about how difficult it was and stuff like that. Sometimes I think that, when we have a, a task in front of us that seems really daunting, like writing a book seems like a, a pretty daunting task. You know, there's all different chap chapter breakdowns and like mm -hmm. not even just the writing, but the editing process and just all of the stuff that goes into actually publishing something, um, you know, and that just as an example, when you're looking at something ahead of you, that's really daunting. I think we have this idea in our heads that, well, this is going to take me forever like, this is going to take a really long time but if you'll get disciplined with it and um you know just sort of set up parameters in your life to make sure you can get that thing done um i've written a couple of books at this point and the the very first book that i wrote it took me a really long time to actually publish it i sat on it for actually years after i wrote it but the actual writing process, once I sort of had it in my head what I wanted to do, I was amazed at how quickly I was able to write it and actually get it uh, completed, thinking that it was going to take me all this time. And in other words, sort of almost setting myself up for failure in terms of the way that I was approaching it, because I just thought that it was such a daunting thing. But I, I think that there's a different way that we could approach things. I'm just curious, like, how did you approach, um, you know, the writing of the book and actually you know, setting yourself up for, for success and able to get that thing accomplished. Yeah, I had to, um, I had to, you know, some people do this, write 500 words a day. I just think that's ridiculous. You know, I just don't work that way, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that's me saying I had to find out what worked for me. Yeah. Um, I wrote the book during, during the quarantines, right. When we were locked down. Now I had a ton of content before that, you know, that I repurposed into the book cause I've been publishing so, so long. But sitting down at my laptop was just not working for me. It just was not working. I was I was doing too many Zoom calls because mm. of quarantines, right? So because yeah. of the quarantine, so my laptop became a device that I I grew to hate because I was okay. it symbolized work, and so writing this book on top of all the calls that I had during the day was more work, quote unquote work. So um, and then I had a writer friend tell me about some some program that helps you write better called Scrivener. I was like, this is another obstacle. I'm going to spend all this time and energy trying to learn how to use a program rather than actually working on the book. 
Yeah. So I copied and pasted the entire manuscript into Google Docs. And I would go, my friend owned a bar that was like kind of secretly open um, <laughs> during the quarantine. Um, <laughs> she was actually just doing food delivery out of the bar. So no one was there. But she was like, just sit here if you want. You know, we're just mm. taking food orders to go. And so I just sit at the bar and I was just writing it on my phone at the bar. That's how I did it. You know, wow. I, I wrote a big part of the book that way because I was editing and I was seeing it in a different format. And I was like looking at it on my phone, which made me read and process the content a little different. So all that to say, like, yeah, there are people out there who say these, you know, this is how you do it and this is how you do it. You just have to find what works for you. That's you good. really do. At the end of the day, you know, no one can tell you how to do what you do. They can share principles and you can glean from them and things like that. But you have to find what works for you. And that's that's just what worked for me. Maybe the next time it won't. You know, maybe the next time I'll want to sit down at in some cabin or in Maui or something and you know, write a book. But for this time through, this that's how it worked. That's really good, man. I, I think that that's um, that that's something that we could take into so many areas of life is to figure out what works for you. I think so often we're trying to, again, with the comparison thing and even beating ourselves up sometimes because we're not disciplined enough in this area or because this. But maybe it's not that you're not disciplined. Maybe it's just that that's not how your mind works. And so figuring out what works for you and um, and allowing that to sort of be the thing that that, that pushes you and drives you. Uh, I think that that's way more helpful than trying to subscribe to a certain formula just because it's worked for other people. Not that there's anything wrong with formulas or, you know, what other people have done and stuff like that. But, but I think that that's really, really good advice. Um, I want I want to ask you, Mike, so, uh, can you, can you just explain a little bit of the concept of you are the brand? And sort of uh, becoming becoming your own, becoming the brand. And yeah, that concept behind you are the brand. Yeah, you know, we, we've we seen this term personal branding kind of make its way into yeah. every facet of life, right? Um, corporate America, sports, celebrity. Now, this idea of personal branding has been around forever. I mean, since marketing existed. And branding has always just been about identity. You know, a lot of people ask what a brand is. It's just an identity. You know, if you have a sneaker and it has a swoosh on it, it's a Nike swoosh. If you don't, it's still the same, same sneaker. It just doesn't have a swoosh on it. So therefore, it doesn't have an identity, right? It's like farmers used to brand their cattle with a burning, burned identifying mark to say, this is my cow. Right, right. So it's just been about identity. Now, when you talk about personal branding, what does that mean? Especially in this world of social media, YouTube, you know, web 2.0, all this content that's out there. Um, it means that you have an identity that is online or even offline, both that is comprised of your ideas, your expertise, your reputation, and your personality. It's mm. those four things. So, if you're a content creator, just being quote unquote the best is meaningless. Okay. Doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything. In it in of itself, it doesn't mean anything. People will still argue about who the best NBA player is of sure. all time. You know, they'll argue about it till the cows come home. <laughs> but if being the best was simply the only criteria, then most people 
would say Michael Jordan was their favorite basketball player, but they don't. So being the best doesn't mean that people like you. Being the greatest does not automatically mean you're going to get business. It well, doesn't mean that people are going to watch your content. Some people just won't like your personality. Mm. They don't like his personality. They thought he was too cutthroat. Thought he was one-dimensional as a human being. So we'd root for other players who whose personalities we liked, even though they weren't as good of a basketball player as Michael Jordan. It's well, why people will like Taylor Swift more than Katy Perry or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with, I mean, it has a little bit to do with her music, but it has more to do with, do I like this person? Do I like their personality? Yeah, yeah. Right? So when you talk about all these content creators and these podcasters and YouTubers and people on Instagram and so on and so forth, all things being equal, I could say the same thing as somebody next to me when it comes to, or they could say the same thing as I do, and they'll pick that person over me or vice versa because of either my reputation or my my ideas or just my personality. It has nothing to do with my expertise. So this identity, this idea of identity, uh, yeah, it's something that you can craft, but it's not going to be long before people find you out. <laughs> okay. So my, right. my, my, my premise in the book <laughs> is don't build a personal brand, become the brand, become the person you're trying to sell to people. Mm. You know, th- there's this whole movement of people who are trying to build these personal brands in one of two ways, and both are wrong. Neither of them work. On one hand, you have people who are trying to present a false version of themselves. You know, they fudge numbers. Um, they rent a mansion on Airbnb, take photos, and imply that it's <laughs> right. their house. <laughs> right. And these people think that attention is owed to them. Attention wow. is not owed. It's earned. You have to earn it. Every person who starts in this space starts from zero. I don't care who you are. Gary Vaynerchuk started from zero. Yeah. You can't buy his personal brand on eBay. It's an identity. I don't care if I get all the rights to his intellectual property and his email list and all his followers. It's not going to work. Still Gary V. Yeah. You can't acquire him. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's mm-hmm. different about this business. You can't acquire somebody else the way that you'd buy up a bunch of pizza shops or the way Facebook buys up all these social media platforms. Can't do it. Then on the other hand, you have these people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be fake like those idiots over there. I'm going to be real and authentic. And these people, authenticity is a big buzzword in personal branding. Mm -hmm. And those people don't realize that they're selling their struggles and not their solutions. Okay. They're just like, in the name of being honest and authentic, they just air all, all their dirty laundry. They're not actually fixing a problem. So they get attention, but it's like the attention that a car wreck gets on the interstate, on the highway. Everyone slows down. Everyone looks at them. They get a lot of eyeballs, and then they move on. You can't build a community around Wow. Right? So my point is here, if you're going to build a personal brand and you're going to do anything with it, whether you raise money for a nonprofit, whether you build a business for yourself as a creator, a solopreneur, whether you're going to be a politician, whatever it is, just ask yourself, can I build a campfire around what I'm sharing? Mm. By that, I mean, is there warmth? Is it a light in a dark place? Is it a place where people can gather? Is it a place where people can exchange stories? Are you somebody that people want to hang out with? 
you know, here we are on the cusp of Thanksgiving when we're doing this. It's like, you know, do people actually want to go over your house for the holidays or do they avoid you? Yeah. You know, and if you're going to say that you're going to be a personal brand or a leader or a thought leader or an expert or an influencer, whatever way, what word you want to use, you need to ask yourself, are you somebody who is someone that other people want to hang out with? And are you sharing things that allow people to build a community around what you're sharing? Well, you know, and, and that's really the question. That's really the premise well, of the book. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. That was a really, really awesome um, description. How, okay. So all these things that you're talking about, right. Um, it, it, it seems like there's sort of a, a cocktail of things that go into this. It's not just like you said, there's these buzzwords around, authenticity but then if we go too far down that road then what often happens is you know you can create like you said an environment where people are looking at you but it's not necessarily a community that translates into you getting the result that you're looking for you get attention but it doesn't if you you've got to be and, and actually gary v talks about this um, a lot is the ability to sort of take that attention and then to know what to do with that attention that you're getting because attention by mm -hmm. itself is not enough um but with all of these different things, these things that you're mentioning, you alluded a, a minute ago to like all of the different podcasts and all of the content creation that's going on. There's so much of it. There are so many people <laughs> that that look at themselves and consider themselves to be content creators. And, you know, and, and all of us, to an extent, we're putting out content on some level. Some of it's just for the sake of, you know, having fun, entertainment or whatever. It's not necessarily um, in the pursuit of building something. But as you said, like branding is really about your your identity. So uh, I'm going to get to my question here with with all of the products and ideas and the coaching and everything that's offered and everything that's already out on the market today. Um, how can somebody that's just sort of starting from scratch, recognizing that there's something that they're passionate about or that they have expertise in and they're wanting to build their their brand or they're wanting to become a, a brand and get their content out there. How can somebody who's starting from scratch today in the midst of like a really saturated market with so much content that's available, how can they add value in a way that's truly unique? One thing I say to my students all the time is you're not allowed to quote dead people <laughs> or anyone else including me, because what happens, I was, you know, just, just honestly speaking, most of the content out there is really bad. It's not True. good content. Yeah. It's people mm -hmm. who are just copying each other's content or they're taking something and they're tweaking it. And it's, you mentioned, you know, if they have expertise, that's really the foundational question. Are you, do you actually know what you're talking about? Right. You know, do you actually know what you're talking about? Um, you know, credentials are important. They, it shows up sooner or later, you know, um, if you're just not good at certain things that you're, you're claiming that you're good in, um, you know, you're not going to get very far. You can, you can sell flash in the pan stuff. And if you have a really good image and you're charismatic, you'll be able to sell a lot of things and that's fine. Right. Mm -hmm. But I would say first, get really good at what you're, what you're, you say you're good at. The second thing really though, is to formulate a point of view. And that's really the first step I talk about in the book. It's part of a blueprint that I share, you know, in the book is that I meet a lot of people who 
purchase other people's coaching programs or certifications or licenses to teach their content. And all they do is just parrot what this other person is saying. Mm. You have to have a point of view. It doesn't need to be a unique point of view. There are only so many point of views in this world, points of view in this world. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's what I was saying before. Like you and I could say the same exact thing, but some people will like you more than they like me and vice versa because of our personality. Because of the way that we mm. say it. Right. Yeah. They identify so it's not with you. Just, or they, yeah. Right. So if you're going to say something, at least make sure that it's what you believe. And when I, when I work with people through their point of view, I ask them three questions. This is in the book. What pisses you off? What breaks your heart? And what's the big problem you're trying to solve? Because mm. your brand message is really at the core of those three things at the oh. intersection of those three things. What pisses you off? That's the injustice that you see in the world. What breaks your heart? That's the compassion you have for people or for a cause. And what's the big problem you're trying to solve? If you're a content creator or a business owner, that's the purpose of your business. Business is nothing more than solving a problem for a profit. Mm. Yeah. So if you're going to go out on the internet and create a bunch of content, but you don't actually know what problem you're trying to solve, you're just wasting your time. Now, you might say, well, what if I'm just an entertainment? You solve the problem of people's boredom. Yeah. I mean, then go out and do it and 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 be the next Dave Chappelle or be whoever, a meme account, whatever. All of these are different forms of entertainment, but they all have a very clear point of view. Mm -hmm. Because you know what ticks them off. You know what breaks their heart. And they're just trying to share these perspectives through humor you know, go be yourself. Don't be the next Dave Chappelle. Go be yourself, but have a point of view and let your personality shine through. Because that's the one thing that people, no one can compete with. No one can compete with it. You know, and then you get good. You get become proficient at leveraging that for yourself. Yeah, you know, that's good. So, and just knowing yourself. And that, again, you are the brand. There are things I know about myself that I have advantages over other people. And there are other things that people have advantages over me. They just know how to leverage it. I know how to leverage what I do or who I am. Right. And like, really think about this, Duke. I'm a Korean guy who has been hired to write in English for some of today's top business thought leaders. Like really think about how uh -huh. ludicrous that would sound when I was in high school. Right. Right. Hey, Mike, you're going to, you're going to, you're some Korean kid from New Jersey and you're going to write books for some of the top business thought leaders out there. You're going to get hired by people like John Maxwell and Dr. Daniel Amen and Donald Miller. Like that's so ridiculous because if you ask my parents that when I was going to New Jersey, they'd be like, he's just going to become a doctor or lawyer because that's what Korean kids do. Like it doesn't even make well, sense that. I mean, I've always been a native English speaker. I was born in California, but think about how ludicrous that is, that how, how strange that sounds in a prior generation, mm. you know, and sure. Yeah. My expertise was there. I grew my, I got really good at what I did. I had a certain personality that, you know, some of these clients liked, they liked that I was no nonsense. I was pretty straight shooter. Right. And they liked my ideas. And as I've shared that online and, you know, I, a lot of these clients came to me after I built my own, my own business. 
you know? And so um, it, it really has to do with a confluence, like I said before, your ideas, your expertise, your reputation, your personality. And there, I have close friends who teach personal branding and I don't feel like they're competitors because mm. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're British. People don't like you because you're British. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> We'll just joke about that. And then he'll say, people think you're smart because you're Asian. And I'm like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> or you have a commanding presence, Mike, because you're six foot three. And I am. And I know mm. how to use these things. Some of it's physical, some of it's intellectual, some of it's emotional. You know, some of us personality driven, all these things, man, are a confluence of who we are. And so mm -hmm. the art of personal branding is learning how to use these things. I've picked up a lot of you on this interview. Mm. You, pre you seem pretty well. quiet, laid back. A high octane go like, you know, on volume 12 out of 10 every morning might not want to coach with you. Right. But Right. Somebody who's a little bit more introverted or I'm an introvert, believe it or not, but somebody who's a little less like that might want to coach with you. And there mm. are last time I checked literally millions of people like that in the world. Yeah. So why are we competing? Sure. For sure. You know, why is it a why is it a rat race or a contest? Yeah. So, yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, one one of the things um, one of the things that you that you said is that there's with all the content that's out there, there's a lot of just bad content. There's a lot of content that's not that great. And so, you know, I think that's that one of the excuses that exists in the back of people's minds that maybe causes them not to pursue something that they're passionate about is this idea that, well, it's too late for me. You know, I'm too late in the game. There's too much out there. There's people that have already done this. Well, yeah, there's people that have already done it, but there's not the like you haven't done it yet. And so there is that unique spin on it just because of who you are and because of your personality and because of what you're going to bring to the table. I think a little bit of believing in yourself has to be a part of the equation here, uh, recognizing that you are a, a unique individual. You're a unique person who just because you are who you are, as long as you're not trying to be like everybody else that's done it before, but you're bringing your own sort of unique flavor to the conversation. And then as you said, be an expert. And if you're not an expert, like work on that, develop your expertise to make sure that what you're, what you're bringing, what you're producing, what you're putting out there is actually adding the right kind of value. Um, it's, it's adding value that's going to last and that's actually going to bring value into people's lives. Because as you said, so much of the content that's out there doesn't do that. And so I think that that's something we can use as an excuse, but really there's such a great opportunity that's been created because there's so much sort of white noise out there that when somebody does come out with something that they're excited about, they're passionate about, that they're an expert in, and they do it in a unique and authentic way, that there really is a great opportunity uh, to make an impact because what they're bringing to the table is actually something that's real and something that's got real you know, value and weight to it that is going to stand out in a world where there is just so much, you know, sort of white noise and content that's really not that good. Hmm. Um, and so uh, I think that that's that that's, you know, really, really key. I, I wanted to ask you in what you were, you know, you just sort of were, were mentioning um, one of the things that I would consider to be, you know, I, I was going to. Well, here's the question. Um, what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes that that we make or that people make when sort of going out and building their brand? 
you know, and, and I was going to say one of the things that you were just sort of talking about was, you know, not being yourself <laughs> was, is probably in that category of a really big mistake that people make. Um, but, uh, but what are some other things, um, Mike, that are, that you've noticed that people just tend to, um, you know, just not be going in the right direction and, and making, so what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when, when they start trying to build something or, or build their, their own personal? Yeah. Brand? It's the biggest thing is really, you don't know what you want. Okay. You know, are, yeah. are you yeah. starting a business? Are you doing this as a hobby? Is it a side hustle? Like the, I'm a business coach, you know, by and large, I'm a business coach. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I do with, with people who come into my program is how much money do you want to make? Cause that's why you're joining. Yeah. You know, and we talk, we talk about money right off the bat. Cause if we can't get honest about that, we're going to just be, you know, it's like this cartoon I saw, you know, a long, long time ago it was a Charlie Brown cartoon. I was trying to find it. Uh, I can't find it anywhere. But basically, Charlie Brown is throwing, he's shooting arrows into a wall. And then he's walking up to the wall and drawing a bullseye around it. Okay. <laughs> and Lucy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, this way I never miss. And that's how a lot of people are spending their lives. Come They're on. doing all this stuff on Instagram and YouTube. And it, it's like... I understand that there's a part of you that needs to like figure out your self-expression, right? Mm -hmm. And finding your voice. That's really important. But when I started blogging in 2013 and started podcasting in 2014, I was like, I want to quit my day job because I see these other people are monetizing their platforms and I'm just as good as they are. And more than that, I'm actually the CMO of a company. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I want to get out of this and I want to have a business. I want to make six figures a year. And so um, that was my goal. That was my goal. And did I wake up breathing, living, marketing, and branding? No, not necessarily. But I knew that that's what I was good at. And I knew I could help people through that. And so that's what I made my goal. And I was mm. like, okay, if I want to quit my day job my six figure year salary day job, you know, when I was married at the time, you know, you don't go up to your wife and say, Hey, I'm quitting my six figure job so I can go work on the internet The I needed real nuts and bolts plans. Yeah. You know, I needed to yeah. tell her I'm going to make this amount of money three months in a row and then I'll be able to quit. Is that cool? And she's like, okay, if you can, I guess. And that's what I wanted. You know? Yeah. I meet a lot of people who join my programs and there's no, there's no, there's no guilt with that. It's, but I tell them if you don't know what you want, I can't help you get there. So if oh, us working together yeah. is just a season of your life where you're trying to bounce ideas off of me and validate what you maybe want to do, then that's fine. I'm going to put you in a different group. I actually divide the people who buy my program into different small groups based on where they are. I know it's a novel thought, but we have, we just had what 74 people join our program. It's a high ticket program. We run it once a year. It's called you are the brand. And I meet with every single person one-on-one -on -one. Wow. <clears throat> Name me one coach who does that. They don't do it, especially no. for that price point. It's, it's not cheap, but it's not a ridiculous amount of money. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I know everybody in my program. And I say, during this next six month time that we work together, you're going to be in a small group of other people who are just like you so that you don't have to waste time with folks who are trying to figure out what they want to do. You already know what you want to do. Now, these guys over here, they're all trying to figure out what they want to do. So I work with them in that case. So you got to know what you want. And then people will say, well, I want what you have. And I'm like, okay, well then work for eight years because that's (laughs) what it took. Do you have the staying power for this? You got to fall in love with the process. Yeah. So, um, you know, there, I would just honestly, it's like, you're right. Be yourself. That's number one. But number two, you have to know what you want. You have to know what you want. And sometimes that means knowing what you don't want. There's a lot of things I know I don't want. You know, people will ask me, hey, you you seem like you have your stuff together. You know, why don't you grow your business like such and such guru? I'm like, that guy looks miserable to me. I don't want his life. Mm. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have that. I, you know, I, I don't need to be the most famous person in the world when it comes to personal branding. I don't want to be Gary Vaynerchuk. That looks exhausting to me. <laughs> it, it honestly does. It really looks that exhausting built, to me. He's built differently. Yeah. He's just built for that. And yeah. he's not built for me. And he's the way that I am. And so I'll see these guys and, you know, they, I like going deep with a small number of people, which is why I met with everybody in my program. It's awesome. And I'm good with that. And, I, and I'm secure in that. Now, it took me years to find that out, right? Because I'm throwing things against the wall. But you have to be yourself. You have to know what you want. And a big part of that is knowing what you don't want, which then allows wow. you to really be free um, in who you are. You know, the first chapter of the book is titled, literally it's titled, who do you have to become in order to serve people? Who do you have to become in order to serve the people you want to serve? Because we tend to think, what do I have to do to get paid? Yeah, <laughs> right. Deeper, more yeah. profound question is, who do I need to become to help the people I want to help? And on, the first question is, who do you want to actually help? You know, so all of that is tied in and it's a lot to, to work through. And I, you know, it is a business and marketing book, but sometimes I feel like it's more like a life coaching or personal development book mm-hmm. disguised as, you know, a, a branding and marketing and entrepreneurship book. But that's because entrepreneurship brings out, you know, it, it brings out the best in you. And it also forces you to face the roughest parts of yourself because most business problems are a personal problem in disguise, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, uh, if you're going to, if you just want to make money, go flip houses or sell weed or do weird things online, (laughs) you can make a lot of money, you know, but if you, if you're going to do this kind of business where you're sharing your ideas, your reputation, building a reputation, your expertise, your personality, Mm -hmm. it's not an easy way to make money. It's very fulfilling if that's what you want, but there are way easier ways to make money, dude. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Believe me, I know, man. Well, Mike, I really appreciate you, man. I know we're up against the clock here. I've I have so many more things I want to ask you, but maybe maybe we can set something up in the future. But before we completely run out of time, I did just want to make sure we point some people in the right direction. Uh, I do want to say that I can't recommend your book enough. I really appreciate your approach, even even in that 
uh, you know, with this stuff that we're talking about becoming an expert, there's one approach that you do take in the book that's like, uh, you know, just get started. Start with where you are. Start with what you have. Don't wait until you're perfect at everything because you never will be. Um, but it's important to sort of get on that journey and get started. Get the momentum behind you because there's so much that you'll learn in that process, that you'll learn in that journey of, of even trial and error and failing and 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 finding out what you are not interested in doing anymore. Like all of that stuff teaches you so many things by getting out there and doing it. I love the sort of uh, like, I, I just feel like you trim a lot of fat in this book and you focus on things that are really going to help people get to where they want to go. And at like, you know, eight bucks or whatever it is for the ebook, 14, whatever it is for the, for the paperback. Um, it's a, tiny tiny investment for something that i really think is so so valuable even when you get into stuff talking about how people can price their products like that right there is golden um th th saving people potentially thousands of dollars um you know what i mean in like making mistakes and mark correcting marketing errors just all these different things that i really think um it's such a worthwhile investment so i encourage everybody that's listening to this podcast uh, whether you own a business or not, um, I, I believe that this book is going to uh, really be valuable and beneficial for you. So the book is called You Are the Brand. I know that it's available on Amazon. Is there anywhere else that you would uh, point people, Mike, where they could find that out? Yeah, if you want the audiobook, Amazon is taking forever to process the audiobook. It's been five months. So I just decided to give it away for free. <laughs> so awesome. if you go to if you go to my Instagram um, at Mike Kim TV, there's a link in my bio that will give you the audiobook for free. Now it'll be a little bit different because you have to download the files and everything, but there are bonus chapters there just for the audiobook. Uh, and the link is mikekim.com/slash yatb audio. You are the brand audio yatb audio. And you can just go grab it there. You're listening on a podcast. You may prefer listening rather than reading. So uh, I got you all covered if you're a listener, you know, so, and if yeah. you want the quick link, it's just right on my Instagram, Mike Kim TV. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, and uh, again, so we've got MikeKim.com. I encourage people to check out the podcast. The podcast as well is, is the, is called you are the brand, correct? Yep. Um, and it's uh, just a wealth for real, a wealth of resources and knowledge there. You've got what little over 300, <laughs> yeah just over there. 300 yeah it's been a, it's been a long time we've been i've been chomping away at it for a long time so so good uh give that instagram handle one more time just so we make sure that, that uh, it's at mike kim tv okay perfect uh well mike appreciate you man thanks so much it's really been an honor to talk with you a little bit i appreciate you sharing some of your just expertise. I know we could have uh, there dug a lot, a lot deeper um, on on so many different things. But what you shared, I really feel like is so, so valuable for people that are kind of like in in my world um, specifically, which is one of the reasons I was excited about doing this with, you know, podcasting or content creation, just sort of wanting to build something that has value and impact. Um, and uh, that being your focus on, you know, sort of making an impact on people, not so much on um, you know, some of the other things that we can focus on that that really sort of take us down a path that gets us, you know, messed up in the head, but focusing on people and adding value and really bringing impact into the lives of people. So key, really appreciate that, man. So uh, thank you so, so much. Really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode. We will catch you next time. We'll be back with another episode on Thursday. And uh, hope you guys have uh, an awesome, awesome 
week. If this episode added any value to your life, to your day, uh, if you'd consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, I would really, really appreciate that. Make sure you check out MikeKim.com to listen to the podcast, to check out the book and some other resources that Mike has available. The Instagram handle, I want to make sure I get this right, at MikeKimTV. Find that link so you can download that free uh, audiobook that's uh, for real just an awesome awesome resource that I think is going to impact your life in really profound ways especially for those of you that are content creators or that are building some kind of a brand or business I know for me um, the thing that I struggle with probably the most isn't the creation of content it's marketing it properly <laughs> and so I think that that's something that a lot of my people struggle with is uh not so much on the content creation side, but on the how do I get this in front of more people? And that those are the kind of things that Mike will help you with in his book. And uh, now there's even a free option to get it as an audio book if you're interested in that. Uh, but I encourage you to check out the uh, the ebook or the paperback on Amazon.com. The book is You Are the Brand. And again, thank you everybody so much. Hope you have an awesome, awesome day. And I look forward to being back with you next time. Thanks.